they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up! This Chris Brown. I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches! What's up, Yeezy? What's up, Envy? It's Thursday! Ah. Yes, sir. All right. It is Thursday. How's your day going? What you do yesterday? Anything? Uh, yesterday, I did a couple of episodes of Lip Service. Young and May did Lip Service for the first time. She has a great album out right now. Mm-hmm. And she was actually really fun, so I'm excited for that one. And... Also, Jesse Reyes, who I enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. You know Jesse Reyes? She no. has that song with Black out right now. That, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I never Imported. heard the song, but I see her name all the time. Imported. Okay. All right. So I did that. And then I'm going to Houston today to Prairie State University. I have to speak on a panel in Houston. So right after the show, I got to jet out to Houston and then go straight there. So... Busy day today. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to H-Town. I'll be in Houston actually this Sunday doing a, a real estate seminar. Uh, mm-hmm. So shout out to everybody that got their ticket, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we, uh, we're close to 1,000 seats, um, and we just talk about everything from real estate, from how to get into the game, fixing credit, conventional lending, hard money lending, agents, attorneys, all that. So it's going to be a, a full day of talking to people, so I can't wait for that. And then, uh, of course, it's HBCU homecoming time. So I think this weekend I'm at uh, Central State. Okay. University and then also Howard University. Nice. The H, the real HU, they call it? I'm not, no, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm going to the HBCU <laughs> Howard University on Friday. So what it should these, be a lot of fun. What are these packages here? Uh, I guess the Sex Museum sent us some stuff. The Museum of Sex. Yeah, they sent us a, a big popcorn? bag of popcorn. Then they sent us a, a Kama Sutra. A Kama, I said, what is it, Kama Sutra? Kama Sutra. So a Kama yes. Sutra, uh, I guess like a little comic book type of thingy-majiggy. Oh, and then we have tickets to go to the Museum of Sex. It's a flipbook. Yeah, and then they gave, uh, I guess, some rock candy. Exclu- it's explosive sex candy. What's that? What? Yeah. Whoa, what's this? I don't know. Pink Pussycat Sensual Enhancement. Heightened Sensations and Desire. Make your pussycat purr. Okay. All right. I don't know if, well, all right, well. What's in this? I don't know, but you want the rock candy, too? I don't know. I, I didn't get any rock candy. Yeah, I, you got my rock candy. Or maybe I'll give it the dramas. I don't know. Dramas might be having a good time later on tonight. Oh, look at these pasties. Can I put this on Revolt? Yeah. They send you pasties too? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like you need this. Nah, nah, nah. Let's get the show cracking. (laughs) I'm so excited about the pasties. (laughs) Jim Jones will be joining us this morning. All right, Jones. Jim Jones has been in the news for so many different things recently. Of course, he has a a great album, but we got to talk about uh, his house allegedly got foreclosed on. We'll ask him about that. He'll enjoy that. Uh, Takashi 69 mentioned him in enjoy that as well. his, his indictment, so we'll talk to him. And then Katie Couric will be joining us. Yes. You actually um, FaceTimed me with Katie Couric the other day. Yeah, she wanted to speak to you. She was uh, asking about you and was talking about something about uh, Weslin, and she wanted to talk to you, so I FaceTimed you. All right. All right, so let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Ooh, let's talk about this weather, and I'm concerned because I do have to travel, so if you guys are traveling or if you're in certain parts of the United States, we'll tell you about these temperatures dropping. They said 50 degrees in 24 hours. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Yo, Club. Yo, what's happening? Let's get in some front page news. Tonight and Thursday night football. The New England Giants, I don't know who they take me. The New, the New England, England Giants. The New England Patriots. <laughs> 
take on the New York Giants. Now, yeah, seventy-two to zero. Yeah, it might be seventy-two to zero. We don't have like three of our our major players. Seventy-two Barkley's to zero. out. Ingram's out. I, I, I don't even. Seventy-two to zero, bro. I, like I want to say we can do it, but it's like all right, we're gonna try our best. Man. We can the, try our best. No matter of fact, it might be seventy-two to ten. It'll be the Bulls' record when they won seventy-two games. Yeah, 72 to... Was it 72 games? Yeah, right. We'll see what happens. 72 to 10. You know, the I'll Giants always put the pressure on the Patriots, so we'll see what happens. Boy, shut up. I'm living <laughs> in the past. Yeah, I got to try. What else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about the weather. Where is this game going to be? In, uh, in New England. All right. Well, temperatures could drop 50 degrees in 24 hours in certain places, and they said it could be historic snowfall as well. They said in Denver, the temperature will make it feel like it's gone from fall to winter in 24 hours. It's going to go from a high of around 80 degrees to below freezing today. Other places, Mm -hmm. Minneapolis is going to go from 65 degrees to 33. Kansas City from 71 to 41. Uh, Chicago is going to go from 68 degrees to 38 degrees. And they're saying there could be some snow. And in addition to that, in the northeast, there will be strong winds, heavy rain, and coastal flooding throughout the region uh, for the weekend. So look out for any air travel delays. They said there's going to be a mess, particularly from New York City to Boston. Yeah, I walked in. uh, Our producer, Eddie, goes, oh, you got a bubble jacket on the day. I'm like, did you feel yesterday? Yes, yeah, Okay, <laughs> yesterday was cold. It's, September, it's October, you know. And we we in the tri-state. It wasn't that cold yesterday. You crazy. It was freezing yesterday. yesterday. It was cold as hell. By the time, especially by the evening. And it was, it was a so breeze cold. blowing, too? Sheesh. There was no bubble jacket cold. I, mean, I don't have on a whole bubble jacket. This is a little light capper jacket. But it's it was cold. It's cold enough for a light jacket. Okay. I got a light jacket. On. Yes. All right. All right. And in Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama, they've elected their first black mayor since the city was founded in 1819. So that's great news. Um... And what up, Montgomery? Stephen Reed. So it's Montgomery County probate judge Stephen Reed won the mayoral runoff election. So he'll be the first black mayor there. And 60% of their residents are black or African American, mm-hmm. according to the U.S. Census. So and we on uh, 105.7 in Montgomery, Alabama. Drop on the clues bombs for 105.7. Congratulations to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Salute to you. Mm-hmm. All right. And in L.A., more than 14,000 fake Nikes were seized. They were bringing in a large shipment of retro Nike shoes. Turns out they were all counterfeit. They said it would have been worth, if it was real, more than $2 million. The shoes arrived from China at the airport in containers marked as napkins. And when you looked inside, it wasn't actually napkins. It was those fake Nikes. So See, to avoid those fake Nikes, that's why you got to go to StockX or you got to go to... Uh, Fight Club because you will get got. I got got one time. I bought a pair of <laughs> Yeezys, mm-hmm. and when I, I I bought them from some kid, I, I don't even know. You bought some random kid. He was selling sneakers, so he they, people told me they bought sneakers from him. And then when I got to a club, this uh, this little this young little white kid was like, "Sir," I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You know your sneakers are fake, right?" I was like, "How did he know by just looking?" I don't at know. Him? I didn't ask him. I just took it off. I just you I, took him off in the club. <laughs> I took him off when I got in the car. I, just, oh. I never want. I'm never want him again. I, I don't see the problem with wearing fake sneakers. Real? I think they were fake. The only people that care about fake sneakers is like young kids. Like when you're an adult and you throw fake sneakers on, who knows? Who cares? Who cares? You just want to make sure that they look halfway good. You don't want the Jordan sign where Jordan got the ball in his right hand. You don't want Jordan to have an ass crack. (laughs) Correct. I've seen the ones where Jordan got an ass crack. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want that one. Listen, I also want to say on the back of the Daily News today, the New York Daily News, it says, Dear Mr. Belichick, if there is any compassion in your cold, cold heart, please, (laughs) sir, have mercy. That's the New York media. They don't give a damn. (laughs) <laughs> they don't even have they don't have faith in the fact that the Giants could win. I respect it though. Mm. What you respect about it? I mean, listen, have mercy. You know, don't, <laughs> don't make us look too bad. I know, and man. You should be encouraging your Giants to you know actually step up 
and you know play hard tonight. It's kind of have uh, some faith. Yeah, have some. Yeah, yeah. Step up, guys. Four best players, one and four there best players go. on the team are out, but that's all right. Have some faith. There you go. All right. That's front page news. Yes, Get it off indeed. your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or maybe traffic is crazy and it's pissing you off. I had or, a great night, but it made me late because I took too much CBD last night before I went to bed. Or maybe you feel blessed. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, hello, Mr. Peace and Blessings is on the phone. Hey, what's up, porta body guy? Hey. He doesn't like being called Sean that anymore. All right, Sean Stone, what's, what's poppin', brother? What's Sean, what's up with you, man? You good? Who are you talking to? You trying, huh? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to DJ Envy in the Breakfast Club. What's up, Charlemagne? Why are you always late, brother? Peace, King. Last night I took too much CBD. I'm not going to lie. I was knocked out. Uh, I uh, hear that, man. Well, try to get to work on time, man. You know, I be up at 2.30 in the morning, man. I hear hustling, man. My contract says 6.05, sir. Hustling. Nah, hey, all the white people at iHeart, if y'all need a guy to step in for Charlemagne, let me know. I'll be there at 5.59. Yeah. 5.59? Have, have it being on time it can make you do what I do. Knock it off. <laughs> y'all have a blessed one, man. All right? Thank you. You too, Sean Stone. Hello, who's this? What's up? Envy to Marcus with a K. Long time no hear from. Marcus with a K. What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, you know what, man? Charlemagne, I know you know the Patriots are undefeated over there. You said what? The Patriots are undefeated. Sorry for them Cowboys. Duh. And Envy, yes. I wear fake Jordans, or to work at least. <laughs> Does it hurt your feet or anything? Yeah, you better wear them. No, I'm actually sh- comfortable. They got I'm good soles and everything? Rich. Man, they got Jordan retros and everything, and they look nice. Jordan look like doing backflips, but it's cool. And, 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 yo, and by the way, <laughs> if, if you're actually, if you're actually like, like, if you somebody, right, or people know you, you know, got a little cash or something, you can get away with wearing fake sneakers. Well, Emmy yeah. didn't, didn't get away with it. Somebody oh, came dang. right up to him. Yeah, yeah, I was a little kid, though. Our producer got some fake Jordans on right now. Oh, hey, hey, and I need a favor from all three of y'all as well. We're listening. What? I need y'all to follow me on Instagram. Y'all follow my cousin, oh, Joshua Humbert. I'm his first cousin. Oh, okay. That's and my yeah, guy, Joshua. I feel like... I should be followed by all three of y'all. I want to be celebrity follow famous as well. Uh, what's your Instagram? It's verse V E. Oh man. Why that, you do that to that Joshua's was cousin? That was foul. Why would you do that, that, that to that really man? That was an accident. That man ain't doing nothing but shouting out his Instagram. Why you don't want to help that brother? That was an accident. That was. An what accident. if he hang up on you when you talking about real estate? That was an accident. He can't hang up on me. Oh. Yes, he can. Big chocolate. Yeah, yeah he could. Yo, what's up there, butterscotch butt cheeks? How are you, gang? So you hung up on him <laughs> to put on big chocolate. You flirting with me, big chocolate. <laughs> So check it out. I just wanted to shout out Rock Nation, Jay-Z's company, for helping people get into entertainment. If you remember, Jay-Z had a song that went, I'm a hustler, baby, I want you to know. Here's mine. And me and Charlemagne are two dummies, baby. I want you to know. After Angelique feeds them lunch, they're out the door. See, they don't love her. They're just using us more. But they're two dummies, baby, and they can't find the front door. What y'all think? Garbage. Trash. That's what you should have hung up on. (laughs) Yep, you're right. Get it off your chest. <clears throat> 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
Hello, who's this? Hey, morning, DJ. It's Tim from Brentwood. Hey. A couple times. What's up, bro? Get off your chest. What's going on? So first off, just want to say uh, happy Mental Health Awareness Day. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, Charlamagne, a couple, uh, a couple times when I called up here and talked to you. Uh, Angela Yee, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I just posted my green ribbon on Instagram. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Can you say it one more time? I said I just posted my green ribbon on Instagram for World for World Mental Health Day. Oh, I'll be sure to share that then. Uh, just want to share uh, two <laughs> tips on uh, some uh, healthy um, tips for people to deal with their stress and emotions. You know, if people just expand out their comfort zone a little bit more and try something new, maybe get out, exercise a little bit more, go out maybe on a hike. Meditation goes a long way. And if none of that goes goes like goes for you, then maybe try CBD. Yeah, I'm a big believer in all that natural stuff, and I'm you know. Big believer in all that stuff. I was on CBD last night, man. I took too much CBD before I went to bed. I, I like the gummies and I like the uh, the drops under the tongue, yeah. and I like the syrup. And I ate one too many. I ate like three gummies last night. And I do not know why. And I slept like a goddamn baby. Uh, I just want to say, if you could just check your DMs. Uh, I know I sent you a little while ago. Uh, because the last time I called up here, so I was about trying to get you to Brent Brentwood, but more or less, I just want you to see the story I sent you. Uh, how much you've uh, changed and impacted my life and how much uh, and an influence uh, all of you guys have had. Uh, DJM, people do real estate. I'm looking to go into real estate. Angela Yee with uh, your podcast, Lip Service. Uh, I listen to it as well. I love Thank it. Thank you. Everything I do. Can't wait to be on tour. And uh, Charlamagne, like I said, your books, um, they've done a tremendous help for me and as well as giving me the passion and inspiration I need to get out there, share my story, but as well as, you know, share with these kids that are alone with a lot of their issues. I appreciate you, man. You might get me into heaven. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you brother. Jonathan, get it off your chest. Hey, what's up, DJ Envy, man? I'm, one first thing is, uh, what's up, guys? I listen to your radio podcast every day while I'm driving my truck at 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, what I would like to say, New York traffic is way too crazy. I'm from Connecticut. But uh, my main reason for call is, like, DJ Envy, I was wondering, um, wanted to know, I need some insight and inspiration on this bank I'm trying to start. And uh, basically, it kind of helps out the mortgage situation and people to get uh, people more money in their pockets and stuff like that, you know. I really want an insight. I love what you're doing with the community for the people with the houses, but with this program, I believe it'll take it to the next level. Um, Charlamagne, my man, I'm sorry that you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan, just like my boy DJ Envy. But um, why are you sorry for us? We three and two, <laughs> and we got the Jets this week. Let him vent. Please. We three and two, and we let, got the Jets this let, week. Let, so let, technically, we got a bye week. Let this kind man vent. Go ahead, continue. We'll sir. be four and two after this week. I bet whatever. <laughs> Jets is winning this weekend. No, they not. You, hey, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of football, so I got to give it to you. You might have this one this week. Yeah, know. man, we good this week. We're going to be 4-2 after this week. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see <laughs> Bro, against the New York Jets, if we lose to the Jets, then we really got some problems. Bro. So if you lose to the Jets, then what? We got some problems. Like, something is really wrong. People Just need to be fired. People need to be fired. No, because we only be 3-3. Three and three. People need to be fired if we lose to the New York Jets. Jets, don't no, let him talk no, to you like no, that. Not fired, not don't fired, don't let him talk to you no. like that, Jets. You see that? That should be the inspiration to bust their ass. Boy, shut up. You better find the uh, the, the, the Jets are 0 4, first of all. Okay? The Giants better find some uh some 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 inspiration tonight. Thank you, Jonathan. So the Jets are due for If we lose to the New York Jets who are 0 4 this Sunday, then we absolutely got problems. That'd be amazing. We're gonna okay? save this clip just in case. Now, you don't have to. I listen, <laughs> I, I watch football every week. Okay? 0 <laughs> 4. Versus three and two, the Cowboys versus the Jets. We beating the Jets this week. Jets are due for a win. No, they're not. That's what people say when they're losing teams. Exactly. Like they do for a win. Do for a win. Exactly. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and since we're talking about Super Bowl, let's talk about this superstar who actually turned down the Super Bowl, saying she couldn't be a sellout. 
All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Riri. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes. So let's talk about Rihanna. She actually turned down the Super Bowl, she said, because of Colin Kaepernick and her cover story with Vogue. She said, I couldn't dare do that. For what? Who gains from that? Not my people. I just couldn't be a seller. I couldn't be an enabler. There's things within that organization that I do not agree with at all, and I was not about to go and be of service to them in any way. So I guess we won't be seeing Rihanna at the Super Bowl performing anytime soon. I don't understand the logic. Like, you're considered a sellout for performing at the halftime show, but what about the players who are actually playing in the game? Why are they not considered sellouts? Let me ask you. Is Eric Reed a sellout? Because he got blackballed. He won his settlement. He got signed, and he continues to play in Neil. I don't think he's a sellout. Cap wants to play in the NFL. If he gets signed, would he be considered a sellout? But, I wouldn't think so. But I wonder herself, when that interview was done, though. When was that interview done? Was it done recently, or was it done a couple of months ago? Well, it's a cover story for Vogue. I would assume that they do the interview and it goes A couple of months print. ago, right? So probably at least a month. Listen, I don't care what it was done. I just simply don't understand the logic. And it's a simple question. Why, if you play for the NFL or want to play in the NFL, you're not considered a sellout. But if you perform at halftime uh, or do a deal with the NFL like Jay did, you're a sellout. Like, the logic makes zero sense to me. Well, she doesn't have to do it if she doesn't want to. Again, she that's said not, she doesn't agree with asked, the though. organization. She said for herself, she would feel like a sellout. And so. I asked a simple question. Why are you considered a sellout if you perform at the halftime show or do a deal with the NFL, but it's okay to want to play and play in the NFL? Well, she said for herself. I never understood. I never understood. Within what I said. that organization, don't she watch. doesn't agree with things. Is, don't watch. Don't watch. If you watch it, sell out. We got to stay. But every, there's mad African American and minority players in the NFL that play. I don't understand the logic. I, I I feel the same. I mean, it's her own thing. If she feels like, look, I'm not enabling this. I don't. Yeah, agree that's how with she it, feels. That's her. So. But she would cheer. She would cheer Colin Kaepernick on if he got signed to a team, as we all would. You wouldn't call him a sellout. Well, I guess that would be part of what she doesn't agree with: the fact that he was blackballed. For kneeling. I don't know. I can't speak for Rihanna. This is her words. So I'm just telling you what she said. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's discuss basketball wives. Did you watch the reunion part one last night? No. Nope. Well, there was a lot of drama behind the scenes. Um, OG and Cece decided to leave the building. Uh, Tammy Roman actually had to leave also for a medical emergency. You know, Mark Lamont Hill was there. He was backstage. And he told OG that she wasn't allowed on the main set because of security concerns. And they wanted to move her to a different set. So basically, Evelyn didn't want OG on set. She felt threatened by her. And so OG left. And she was in the parking lot, and she told producers that her de- her departure was because of everybody involved who let all of that go down. Because, you know, Evelyn is trying to get a restraining order against OG. Turns out that restraining order was denied. So she tried to get one. Uh, the, she filed legal doc- documents asking for a temporary restraining order in light of all the issues they've had over the last few months. Yeah, didn't OG uh, uh, throw her into the bushes or something like that? Um, yeah, I don't know if she threw her. Because if you throw me in the bushes, I, I kind of don't want to be upset with you. Did you see her throw you. her? It looked I, I like know. it was more of a fall into the bushes. That's what I'm asking. I, I don't know. But if somebody threw me in the bushes, I, I don't know if that was the case. But if I was thrown in the bushes, I wouldn't want to be on the all these, all with you. These, these old women still be fighting on this show? Yes. Now, OG oh, had said mercy. about uh, Evelyn Lozada, you know, she was calling her a racist. She said, your true colors, you're a racist bigot. You called Cece Ling Ling, Jackie a cockroach, and now me a monkey. May God take care of you well, well, Evelyn Lozada. Not okay and so that's the issue that they have right now now Evelyn Lozada uh, was on the reunion like we said and here's what happened with Mark Lamont Hill 
I mean, one of the things she said to me was, everybody gets in arguments, everybody threatens to whoop somebody's ass, but she's the only girl who's been isolated. She's the only girl who gets talked about this way. She said she thinks it's because she's dark-skinned. She thinks it's because she's bigger. Well, I'm, just, I'm telling you what she said. It's a legitimate concern. Can I interject it, there? Color am First I? of all, there's other brown-skinned women on this stage. That has never... There's been other brown-skinned women on this show. What is different is that it's almost every time we film. So, in other words, Shawnee's trying to say it has nothing to do with the color of OG's skin because OG's trying to say it's a colorism situation and I don't know. There's just a lot going on uh, with them. I, and I also think they're scared of OG because OG is, she's fully in shape. It seems like OG is very strong. And she played football. She played football and she will th throw all them chicks. All, she would throw me around. I don't even watch the show but her name is OG so, you know, I would bet on OG. <laughs> all day. I'm, a, I'm always going to bet on the OGs. All day. All right, now uh, let's talk about the state of the culture. People seem to think that Remy Ma was shading Meg Thee Stallion because of these comments. They were talking about an interview that Brittany Renner did at the Rolling Loud Festival, and a lot of people said that interview was awkward and unprofessional because Brittany kept calling Megan a bitch during the interview. She was trying to do it like in a, yeah, bitch, you that bitch kind of way. And here's what they had to say about that interview. Hold on. Oh, she called her a scallywag also, by the way, in that interview. Here's what Remy Ma had to say. Scallywag in the building. So I look up the word scallywag. <laughs> she kind of might have been right by calling her a scallywag. Whoa, <laughs> listen, let's hear this out. Yeah, what's the definition? No, the definition of scallywag, and um, it was saying something like someone... <laughs> Someone who does bad things and, like, they, they, they do bad actions, but they're, like, praised for it. I've never heard the term scallywag used in a sentence, period. That's well, a first for me. Yes, and I looked it up, too, to see what Remy was talking about, because people were trying to say that she was shading Meg Thee Stallion. So I think um, the definition is a person who behaves badly, but in an amusingly mischievous rather than harmful way. So that doesn't sound like an insult. It might well, I know a lot of wrong. scallywags, then. Yeah, because when we use scallywag... When we were kids, it wasn't for a good thing. Like a scallywag. Who used it? You use scallywag. I've never used that word in my life. We use scallywag. I said scallywag more today just now than I have in my whole life. Never scallywag before. That must be a New York thing because I've never heard scallywag used in the streets. We use scallywag before. We definitely use scallywag. I've never heard scallywag in the streets. Matter of fact, no, 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 no. Oh, Project Pat, ball head, scallywag, ain't got no hair in the back. That's the yes that I did used to hear that. We heard we heard scallywag. Project Pat had that. What song was that? That was Chicken Heads, right? Yeah, that was chicken heads. Chicken, chicken. Yeah. I think that was chicken heads. All right, I'm Ball Angela Yee, and that is your... Ain't got no hair in the back. Rumor reports. Thank you. All right. Yee, what we got? Front page news coming up. Uh, well, let's talk about somebody who is maybe going to run for president. Somebody new? Uh, kind of new, but kind of not new, and oh. you'll see why. Oh, yeah, I just want to say, uh, Scallywag can never be used in a, a positive I wouldn't want to be called I, yeah, a scallywag. That, that was chicken head. Project Pat chicken it head. It was always in a negative connotation. Ball head scallywag. No. Oh, right. All right. It can't be positive. Front page news is the next Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What's up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here to tell you about my new favorite app, Earning. Earning gives you access to the money you earned right away. No hidden fees, no interest, and most importantly, no more waiting. Download the Earning app and choose your own payday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now with Thursday Night Football, the New England Patriots take on them Giants. And on the back of the New York Daily News, it says, Dear Mr. Belichick, if there's any compassion in your cold, cold heart, please, sir, have mercy. So then the Giants have already tapped out. We got, we got a, a, a couple of plays are down. 
But we got hope. We got faith. We can do it. Nobody can stop us. We got the eye of the tiger. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, I like the fact that you're trying to motivate you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. Okay? I don't think God has anything to do with football. Oh, my All goodness. right? All but right. Keep praying. All right. Keep, waste, keep, keep letting God send those prayers to his fan folder. What else are you talking about? Yeah? Well, let's talk about a nine-year-old child in central Illinois has been accused of causing a mobile home fire. Three children and two adults were killed in that fire, and now the nine-year-old is being charged with five counts of first-degree murder. She's Lord also being mercy. charged with two counts of arson and one count of aggravated arson. That's you not, can't do that. Yeah, I almost started a fire like that in my single-wide mobile home trailer back in the day. I was uh, I had the lighter, and I was striking it on the carpet, and my daddy came home and beat me with an extension cord and made me go take a bath. Yeah, I did that at my grandmother's house with uh, roach spray. I, I lit the, the stove and sprayed the roach spray. Whoosh. Damn, should a nine-year-old be charged for that? No! As a, like... It was a mistake. I it was an accident. I think all kids at some point have... I know I played with fire as well. I would put alcohol on the backyard on the floor and light it on fire for no reason. At nine? Kids, nine don't try this at old, home if you're listening, five please. people... Were killed though. Yeah, but it was an accident. He's nine was, years old. Yeah. We've all done it. We well, could have killed. I could have brought down the decision. whole building. What was he doing? Uh, I guess just I don't know exactly how it happened. Just know that it was a mobile home fire caused by the nine-year-old. Was everybody asleep or something? Like, listen, I don't. I just know. Like I said, I don't know if they were. Can't charge a nine-year-old. You can't. No, it's not. It's not. It was a mistake. Five people in a single. I don't know how big. How big was the mobile home? Um, I don't know. Cause I grew up in a single-wide mobile home. Five people is a lot. If it's a single-wide. Five people in a, a mobile home? Nah, that's, that's you crazy. Can't, you can't you can't charge that nine year old. I mean, I, mean, I don't know mistake. what I don't know what you do, but clearly he's nine years old. It was an accident. It was a mistake. It's not like he meant to do it. I don't. I would think not. Yeah. What do you think should happen? Then? I have no idea. To be, I have no idea. In Unless he like knew that. they were in there, it was like I want to kill him and then let it. Then that's a different he's story. Still nine, but still, you need you need a little help. You don't you don't char, you don't charge. You need some help. Your frontal cortex don't develop till you're 25. So imagine what you was thinking at nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. I know. I know but I they did not reveal many details about the suspect at all. They didn't even reveal their possible relationship to the victims who were killed or none of those things. We just know it was a one-year-old, two two-year-olds, a 34-year-old man, and a 69-year-old woman. You can't even take the stand. Yeah, you can't even take the stand. Where is he, though? Is he we in don't know jail? if it's a boy or a girl. We don't know. Okay, well, where is the kid? Where is the kid? I guess uh, being detained right now still. So they said it was crazy. a very heavy decision for them to make. Uh, but it's a, I don't know. They said nine-year-olds don't know that Santa Claus doesn't exist. They don't know people die and don't come back to life. I don't know if nine-year-olds can form intent to commit murder. No, you can't charge a nine-year-old for that. I wouldn't think so. No. All right, and I just want to warn everybody, if you are traveling, just please be careful. Temperatures are dropping 50 degrees in some places in the course of 24 hours. There's going to be historic snowfall in some places. In Denver, they said that's when the temperatures will drop 50 degrees, and that is starting today. Other places like Minneapolis, Kansas City, Albuquerque, Oklahoma City, Chicago, uh, really cold temperatures. And there's also going to be a lot of uh, strong winds and rain. So if you are traveling, just make sure you check that out So before you go anywhere. I know because I've had plenty of flight delays these past couple of weeks. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Jim Jones will be joining us. We'll talk to Jim about everything, his new album, which I think is amazing. Also, what's going on in his life? He's he's in all over the news. So Right. And he also has some investments that he has going on now in this uh, CBD cannabis business. Yeah. So we'll talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building with gifts. That's right. <laughs> we got Jim Jones. Yeah. 
And on the sheet, it says Celebrity Jeweler Alex Todd. Hey, what's up? That's what it says on the sheet. <laughs> we got Freaky Zeke here as well. Freaky. What up, Freaky? Come on. <laughs> so, Jim, so Jim, you've been in the news a lot recently. Let's start with the... With the <laughs> okay. Let's start right. with, first of all, El Capo. El Capo. El Capo. Yes. Did you just I break the mic? I, yeah, he I definitely just, did. messing up. He got me nervous. Damn, my bad. Because he thought I was going somewhere. I was going positive. Oh, See, I'm talking about El Thanks. Capo. The got album. me nervous up here. The, El Capo. The album is uh, out. The album is, yes. is one of the, the dopest albums I've heard all year long. Thank, mm -hmm. thank you, thank you very much. I, 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 I appreciate that. That sounds very dope coming from you, my brother. Now, when I, I was talking to you, you were saying that you know the album kind of surprised you because so many people were hitting you like, "Yo, this is probably the best album I heard in years." Yes, I've I've been getting numerous amounts of calls from both people that I'm cool with and people that I wouldn't think would call me to congratulate me on anything, and it kind of took me for surprise. But for the most part, it's been like real substantial people from the industry, like even people that run uh, labels and stuff like that, like mm -hmm. the presidents and stuff. So it's just been like surprising of how many people really been giving me my kudos for this album and things like that. That It hasn't been a, a, a record exec call me for a big major deal yet, though, but they tell me I have one of the best albums they heard in a while. So hopefully that'll turn into one of them calling me to... Uh, do some business with me and we could do an even doper album coming up. Why it's funny because most people don't want, everybody's talking about, oh, I don't need a major label deal and I'm independent and you're also an executive. It's tricky. I mean, at some point, you, you it's, at some point when you're dealing with this industry, you should get involved with a major label is a, a lot of different reasons for it. doesn't mean that they taking your mm -hmm. identity, your creativity, taking your independence from you. That all depends on how you set up your deal. But I mean, for an independent standpoint from these young artists, they kind of find a loophole for making money. So once they found that loophole, which was called streams, and they've mm -hmm. been able to make their own money, they kind of got to their head because they really don't need a label if you think of it like that. But mm -hmm. if you at the apex of your game doing independent numbers and then you can go to a label and they can give you 6 to $10 million and you can structure your deal where they're just a partner and they don't own right. you, they don't own you outright and you can do it. Like, it, it's definitely worth it. I'm going to get the $10 million bag 100%. Now, question. <laughs> we reported this. Is this true or false? You guys are going back on Love & Hip Hop. Um, Chrissy is going back on Love & Hip Hop. Shout out to Chrissy. What's up, baby girl? Um, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she will be on Love & Hip Hop. I told him I'll jump on a couple of episodes. That's like where it all her. started. That's yeah. why yes. Yes, it's very interesting. But, you know, she she did great business with Mona. They came to a, a hell of an agreement, which it kind of made me smile uh, how she did her business. And it was kind of dope. I had nothing to do with it. I made sure I stayed out of it because I'm more emotionally tied to it than anything else. And, you know, she was able to separate the two, the motion and the business. And she got a dope-ass deal done. So, you know, I look forward to her on uh, Love & Hip Hop. So you have a lot have of businesses. You have a lot of businesses. You have, of course, your part owner of uh, Saucy. Shout yes. out to my man Alex Todd, uh, which is here. He's here now. Sir. Alex is a, is a is a very dope dude in this industry. I know he started with jewelry, but to be involved in this uh, weed business was one of the best things that could have happened to me in in my career right now. Like, I mean, the weed game is the whole next level of what's going on when it comes to making money. It sort of remind me of real estate. Like, it's it's no going back. It's just green on green. Green makes green. Green makes green. Yes. You're part owner of a football team. You you do a lot of stuff out there that, that brings in a lot of money. So when we reported a story, or we see the story that popped out that said uh, they foreclosed on Jim Jones's home. Yes. So I, I said... If they, if they foreclose on a home, there's a reason for it. I said it probably isn't worth them keeping it. That's what I said. I was exactly. like, well, it might be that they owe more than what the house is worth, so you just let it get foreclosed on because we've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. But you explain to us. Explain to you what? Like what happened with that story. It's a property, man. We got a few properties. I mean, sh what? I'm homeless now. 
Tim Jones ain't no damn homeless man. I'm living. I'm living in a shelter for rich people. It's called a mini mansion. <laughs> you heard? Mm-hmm. I'm cool, man. You know, we. I'm homeless and I'm broke. That's what the people need to know. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they need to know. You heard? That's what they need to know. Nah, life is life, man. You know, you make you make conscious decisions when it comes to doing certain things. And like I said, the the decision that I made with that was I didn't really. It wasn't really worth it at the end of the day, and it's not really a big deal. But you're dealing with the media. They blow everything up tenfold. Nobody has common sense anymore like that they make it seem like they said oh uh jim jones and his family were in the shelter they looking bad and you know, i hear that part I you know yeah, what yeah, mean? Like, I that's, what the, me- that's what the media paints it to be they blow everything <laughs> out of time you say one little thing in the media and then it goes out of control but nah it's cool mm-hmm. i love it man shout out to jersey i'm a new jersey and you know mm-hmm. you're having fun out there i see you all the time yeah, you do a bunch of real estate so you know how it is if a property's not worth i know what it was you know I, what I, it I is. if a property's not worth a certain amount of money you got to be crazy to to pay the mortgage or pay the note down if, if something's valued mm-hmm. at a half a million dollars and you owe a million there's obviously no reason to keep stay it, right? until they kick you out. If you, if you, if you, know you knew real estate, you, you did? Alex, Alex more about this than anybody. He's yeah, like, look, let me just about a decision, you know, at the end of the day. You know, people, they may always try to drum things up and make it a huge thing, but at the end of the day, it's all business. If a property's worth X amount, he knows better than anyone, and you owe much more than that amount mm-hmm. because of the time that he bought it, whatever reason it is, there's no point to Let pay it, it down. Let it go. It's just business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just business, man. Now, how did you? Why did you get into this? Well, I know why you got into this weed business, but what made you? How did you get into this business? I can personally vouch for Saucy, by the way. <laughs> um, I smoke weed for the rest of damn near my whole life, but the real reason is shout out to OG Juan from Rock Nation. I happened to be in the right place at the right time when I first signed the deal at Rock Nation. Alex and OG was in the office when I walked in, and it was like a light bulb that came on. OG was like, "There it is. We just signed up Jim and do the whole thing with him. He should be the face of it. It makes sense." And that was actually three years ago. So now, fast forward to three years, we've been in the stores like four or five months right now. We upwards of almost uh, uh, over 100 stores and uh, dispensaries in Cali. We got every form of smoking weed you could possibly think from the vapes to the flower to... There's a whole range of different things um, uh, when it comes to weed that I've been learning from. For the most part, I encourage everybody to try to be try to get involved with this weed business because this will probably be the most money that people have seen since .com. Like, it's a very lucrative business if you can't find a ways in. Now, how involved are you guys with this business? Do you guys have farms where y'all grow your own weed and all that? Yeah, we have our own farms. We have uh, our own manufacturing facilities. We're, we're right now primarily in California that we're upwards of 100 stores, 100 dispensaries. We work with a bunch of different growers and farmers as well because we just our main thing for Saucy is just about the quality. So if we if our if in our farm we grow something that we don't feel belongs in our product, mm-hmm. then we'll just wholesale it. So we're very critical. The quality is the most important thing for us. We're really hands-on. You know, me and Jim, we're in California now every other week looking at what's going into our products and just making sure the quality is top-notch and, you know, we can't really do anything in New York yet. We're working on a couple of deals where eventually, hopefully, we'll be in New York. But for now, we're in California. We're launching in Oregon in a few weeks. So, But little by little, hopefully, we'll be nationwide. All right, we got more with Jim Jones and Alex Ty. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jim Jones is still here. He has Alex Ty. We're talking about his new uh, weed line, marijuana line, Saucy. Yeah. So it must be difficult to get in the cannabis industry just because state by state the laws are different. Yeah, it's it's really difficult and, you know, the government really is making it a lot, really causing the biggest problems. You hear about these deaths with the vapes and you're hearing about all this thing in the news and really it's really the government's fault because of the way that they're acting with not right, letting it be legalized because these vapes, these deaths are coming from illegal, you know, cartridges that are purchased 
from non-dispensaries. Now that talk are, about that, that a little because some of those cartridges are, they say, a fake weed or well, not weed and, and the stuff that they're smoking is actually killing them. So it has this stuff that are real, because even when Dr. Oz was here, they were saying that the real stuff can really have benefits and can really help 100%. people. But it's just that fake stuff that's really hurting. Absolutely. So again, this is the most important thing, especially right now. If you're buying vapes, make sure you go to a licensed dispensary. Do not go to a gas station. Do not go to a gas station. Don't go to the, your corner guy that sells you the weed. Don't, don't go to people that you don't know. Make sure you buy it from a dispensary. Even if it's somebody that you do know, you don't know where they got it from. They might think they're getting it from somebody legit. But at the end of the day, especially right now, with what's happening, you don't know what they're cutting the, the oil with. So, you know, they could be using heavy metals. The stuff that you're smoking is not tested if it didn't come from a dispensary. If you go to a dispensary, it's been lab tested. Lab tested to a point where it's cleaner than the food that we eat. It's cleaner than the baby food that we give our babies. Cleaner than most of the stuff Johnson & Johnson Rich. puts out. Mm -hmm. So it, it's very important for you to see, and there's there's results. There's test results. You know what you're smoking when you buy it from a dispensary. They test it per billion, which is much... They don't even test our food anywhere close to that for pesticides how, and stuff. How hard is it to get into this, this business? Because it seems like seems like almost like the, it's the mob business back in the day. Like, it just seems like they regulate where we can't get in, especially minorities. So how difficult is it in to get your own strand and, and to push your own? That's a good question. I mean, I, the level of entry is really high, right? So it takes a lot of money to be able to go and build, build a farm or build a manufacturing facility. You're talking about millions and millions of dollars. So when it comes to minorities and when it comes to people that don't have the availability of funds and access to banks like, you know, some other people do, I think the key is to really do your due diligence in the state and where you're trying to work. Because right now there's a lot of social equity programs yes. for people that have been arrested, so, um, that people that have, that don't have the money. And there, there are people, there's programs that help minorities get into this business. And some of these, like Oakland, for example, and, and San Francisco, they've got areas where they're only the first people that are going to get licenses are strictly minorities and strictly people that have actually been arrested for marijuana crimes marijuana, before. Yeah. So check, I would recommend just checking your local jurisdiction, seeing what the laws are, seeing if there are equity programs, and just really going out there. You know, there's a lot of free shows, a lot of places that you can go and speak to people, just like anything else. Connect with people. You know, gyms out there. You know, we're always looking to help. You know, reform is very important for us with Saucy. You know, a lot of people have been to jail and still going to jail for marijuana, which is ridiculous. And, you know, there's just, there's a lot of things in this industry which are great you know the tax money that's coming in you know california it's going to make over 100 million dollars probably in tax money this year mm -hmm. you know schools are benefiting the jobs that we're creating you know the medical benefits that the actual plan has so there's really i don't see any type of neg negativity in this industry at all except for the big tobacco companies and the alcohol companies that are trying to suppress us now also now now What's your relationship with 50 Cent? Somebody asked me the other day, was like, yo, what's up with 50 Jim? I was like, they just playing. What, what's, what, you and 50, is that Some fun? of those jokes are a little too much. <laughs> Some of them jokes like, are a little far. I don't know far. if this is real or not. I wish I could be in a position to really say what I want to say, but unfortunately, my life has been hectic in this past <laughs> year. You know what I mean? But where I'm from, I do know people that we call real niggas or stand-up men, we don't try to tarnish other people's name by doing bullshit antics. Mm -hmm. There's consequences and repercussions for certain things like that. You know what I mean? Like, from where I'm from. So, I'll leave it at that. But, for the most part, everybody know my life is real. I've been doing this for way too long for anybody to play with me and shit like that. But, you know, some people think life is a game, so we leave it like that. You know when you slap box, sometimes it gets out of hand, right? Mm -hmm. It starts off with slap boxing, but then a lot of the times it turns into a real fight. So, that's, all good, that's how it is, you know what I'm saying? But it could be playful, but at the I end of the day, wanna, certain... I do want to say... 
I miss my brother Mel Murder. Shouts to Mel Murder. Keep your head up, man. I love you to death. Now, now, it seems like every time Jim tries to get himself out, and you try to put on a shirt and tie and do the right thing and be positive, they try to pull you back. I mean, it's it's ha- it happens with natural progression. You do you. It's, you're never going to get a clear shot of what you want to do if you don't go through obstacles and and hop over fences and brick walls and things like that. You're never going to get to where you got to go. You got to expect that shit. They threw stones at Jesus when he was already on the cross, so who am I? Now, even with, with, with 6 9 it seemed like you never were feeling 6 9 from the door. Uh, I have no comment on none of that. Mm-hmm. Now, has the police messed with you because of that and, and, and what he said, anything like that? I have no comment on none of that. So are you good and clear? I have no comment on none of that. Okay. It might be an ongoing situation. Just making sure my guy's good. That's all. That's comment on. So, so, so what's what's next for 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 Jim Jones? I'm um, actually about to drop a new project. Um, already? Yeah. I don't think people feeling me feeling me enough. So, um, I called Gazi last week. Gazi, he owns Empire. Empire. And I told him he need to do a fourth call of Blitz. I don't think people feeling my energy enough. So. If they got the term, you got to keep their foot on, keep your foot on their neck, and that's what I'm trying to do, to keep applying pressure. So I'm about to lock in the studio for like 30 days and do a strong 10 records. Um, I'm trying to release it the first or second week of December. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't get everything together the way I want it, I definitely will put out a record and a video and things like that. But I got some sizzle. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I've been, I've been lightly in the booth sparring with myself and things like that. And you know, when it comes to... To making music for me is like homework, and I always hated homework. But you know, you get the best results when you sat down and did the homework and, and went to school and studied for the test and things like that. So that's where I'm at with it right now. I'm ready to go back in and have some fun. And besides that, it's the music and the weed right now. That's what I've been putting all my energy into, and uh, both of them been paying off um, more than ever. You know what I mean? And I'm just happy to be here. You know, I'm happy to still be in this game. Twenty some odd years later, I've I've probably seen everybody come and go. Um, it just feels good to be here, get respected by your peers. Young boys, they, they, they always show me love. Um, you know, trying to be humble as I get as I get older. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit wild when I was coming up. Uh, as you can see, some of them things still come back to haunt me. So, you know, I say my prayers every night like everybody else. But for the most part, I'm happy. My family's happy. Nobody wants for them. Everybody's comfortable, you know. My son is happy. My lady's happy. My mom's just happy. Just got a new dog. He's happy. <laughs> like, what we, kind we, of dog? Uh, uh, American bully, mm-hmm. they like a pit bull, but they call them American bullies. Uh, a blue nose, mm-hmm. got blue eyes, so you know it's the regular Jeff. How's Joel? How's Joel's doing? Shout out to Joel's. I I actually haven't got to speak to Joel's. I just I just spoke to Twin yesterday. Like, come on, man, he's been gone, and I haven't spoke to him yet, and things like that. But Zeke has actually seen him and how's spoke doing, to him and been in there. He's super good. He got like the A rap beard right now. You know what I'm saying? But he all right. He's focused on what he got to do. He mm-hmm. say he um he got his third eye wide open. No and he ready to shake when he get home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dipset, you know? So Every dip time set. I see Freaky Ziggy, I think of a story that he told me a long time ago what story that I will never forget. What story? <laughs> you got to tell it now. What story? Oh, man. What story? <laughs> tell it. It don't matter. It don't, Let's go. He told me he had sex with a girl's underarm. Yes. I knew I knew <laughs> she was going to say that. I knew she was going to say that. Was you drunk? You couldn't find a vagina? <laughs> no, like, like, what made no, you? Bro. Was it a sexy underarm? She just was a little chunky bro. under the arm with the little flab that came down. Bro. And, you know what I mean? So bro. 
This was back before we all had bro, food, man. listen you know to I mean? me. So we I, all in bro. the room. We was all in the hotel room chilling. And she was linked to the side. I was twisted. <laughs> and you was like, you got a and, sexy and, armpit? Like, how nah, that? I didn't know. And I swear to mother, I put a condom on. You know what you I'm saying? You put a condom on for the armpit? And it felt good, though. You got to understand. The <laughs> Yo, the all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Jim Jones. It's Alex Todd. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these. Oh, no. We got rumors yeah, coming up, right? Yeah, slow down. Yeah. Yeah, we My are going to be talking about rumors in a minute. We're going to talk about T.I. You saw what he said about Iggy? No, what did he say? And she's very upset and clapped back about it. Mm, I didn't he called her a blunder, and he's trying to undo that blunder, but we'll talk about it. All these different words we're learning. You, you never know, heard the word blunder? Not using that? Come like, on, What does it me. mean, she's a blunder? How, how do you You'll define hear that? I'll tell you that all was about a, it. That was a mistake. That's what blunder yeah, means. a blunder. I thought she did pretty damn well. Sold a lot of records. I thought she did well, too. Well, I mean, it depends what you depends what you signed her for, though. If you signed her strictly for business reasons, she did well. If you signed her because you're trying to shift culture, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and move culture forward, eh, no, not really. Well, no disrespect to Iggy, but did you think she was going to push culture forward, or did you think it was just a business move, she was going to sell a lot of records, get in, get out? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would hope that you wouldn't sign her because you want to get in, get out. You don't sign no artists because you want to get in, get out, right? A lot of people do, I'm sure. Yeah, they do. People sign stuff that's like a, they a have one huge the hit. And they're like, okay, let's make this money real quick. They definitely, it's That's a not business. what you're hoping for, though, right? You would hope they got at least two, three hits in them. You would hope. Yeah, yeah you would hope. But it's always a risk and a gamble. And people feel like sometimes one single could make you all the money that you need to make. Yeah. I don't know. It just depends. It's still business. So sometimes they sign stuff and never put it out. Sometimes things are a write-off. Sometimes it's just felt like a good idea at the time. We've seen a lot of artists get signed for lots of money and never went anywhere. Yeah, never came back out. Have one smash. All right, well, we'll talk to it. We'll talk about that next in the rumor, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, T.I. was talking to The Root, and he was discussing basically how he's still actively looking for another female rapper who can undo the blunder of Iggy Azalea. He said, that is a tarnish of my legacy as far as being a music executive mm. is concerned. To me, this is like when Michael Jordan went to play baseball. That's harsh. Mm. I wouldn't go that far. He also that, said think. that he is his toughest critic. He said, I'm always kind of hard on myself about the times that I had the game eating out of the palms of my hands and I effed up. But that was a clear representation that if I had effed up too bad, I wouldn't have been in that MFing room. I mean, it's a point. It was a point where Iggy was winning. I mean, she had she a number one record for like seven weeks in a row or something like that. I wouldn't call that a blunder. Yeah. He was on stage helping with the twerk contest. Yeah, back money. in the day, because I mean, Grand Hustle, my folks. So back in the day when it was uh, Iggy came to New York and she was at SOB. Me and Duval was definitely out there with my man Clay and a, a few other people, you know? Yeah, I right. wouldn't call her a blunder. I wouldn't call her a blunder. I mean, look, she did better than Emil. Remember Emil? When, Emil Jay, when, when Jay coins. signed Emil? You know what I mean? Can I get a... Y'all gonna act like y'all don't remember <laughs> Emil? Yeah, Emil from Major Emil. Queens. I yeah. Yeah, she was on Jai Record, too. What's that big record Jai was on? She was can on. I get her? Was it Can I Get Her? Yeah. yeah. I just started singing it. No, I can't remember. I just don't understand why you would consider that a blunder. Because she did have a successful, he did have a successful first album. Well, Iggy, of course, did not like those remarks. And somebody mentioned it to her on social media, and she had something to say. Somebody uh, posted it, and she said, Imagine thinking I was his biggest blunder. LMAO, tip, sweetie, we have a whole list for you. Oh, he, he, she, he's, he's talking professionally, Iggy. He's not talking about anything personal. He's saying professionally he was his biggest blunder. Nah, there was I, no follow-up question, though? But I guess she's coming with, uh, you had worse artists that didn't do anything. Oh, how many artists did T.I. have? There no, a lot of more in his Young biggest. Young Young L.A., P.S.C., 
Mm-hmm. They was all successful. B.O.B. I'm not bigger than Iggy, besides B.O.B. I mean, depends what you call big. That's true. All right, yeah. well, he is still trying to work with female rappers. And, you know, this is all about the new Netflix show, by the way, uh, Rhythm and Flow. And he likes the fact that there's a lot of dope female talent out there trying to get in the industry. So he said the show is a fair representation because there is a number of female contestants on the show. Word. I would like to know what the follow I would like to hear the follow-up question, though. Like, why exactly does he consider that a blunder? Right. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know why he feels that it tarnished his legacy. I don't think it's. He said it didn't turn out basically how he had hoped, and I guess she's been beefing with a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know why. He right, you that took way, a but. white woman from Australia, and for a moment, she had a moment. And he does still That's have Tokyo win. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> he does still have Tokyo <laughs> Jets, Tokyo and Jets. he did. I love Tokyo Jets. Shout out Tokyo Jets as well. But you know what else he said that was interesting? He What's talked that? about working with female rappers, and he said that. A lot of things get in the way. He said boyfriends is a contributing factor. He said sometimes people just grow up and find out that maybe their time, efforts, and attention would be better applied elsewhere. But right now, we do have Tokyo Jets. So if I told y'all that I could, if I told y'all I had a white woman rapper from Australia, y'all would laugh at me. Okay, <laughs> but he would. made for a moment. He made her a star. <laughs> I'm not. I don't see that. How that's a blunder. And I remember he tried to do a lot of things for her. Remember they had the show Sisterhood of Hip Hop, and originally that was supposed to be a show. Just for Iggy Azalea. Really? Yep. Yeah, when he, he's told us that. Mm-hmm. When he pitched that, that was a show about Iggy, and she didn't want to do it. So that's how Sisterhood of Hip Hop came about, because he had a deal on the table, and then he had to switch it up. All right, Kevin Hart is getting back to work, and he's going to promote Jumanji. He's been doing that, so he can do about two hours a day. He was on on set for two hours on Monday, two hours on Tuesday. No. He said he'll be back for another couple of hours today, but he's still going through his rehab, and he still wants to fulfill his commitments, but he did have that terrible car accident. But he does need to, I guess, take part in this new marketing campaign well, for well, Jumanji. You see, Kev's, Kev's work ethic is next level. And, you know, like I always say, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. So when you have somebody like Kev who has talent, but then he outworks everybody, that's why he's Kev. So he, it's like a... It's like a thing inside of him. He can't help. He but can't stop. He can't help but go out there and work. Yeah. But he need to sit his ass down until January. Right. He's got to. the rest of the year. But you know what? If he feels like he can do two hours and then I'm out and do it's a still little a lot bit. on your body. Oh, it is a lot. You got to get up. You got to get there. You got to get ready. It's, it's yes. a lot on his body. You almost died. You had to have surgery on your <laughs> vertebrae. Like sit down for the rest of the year. You'll be fine. All right. Now let's discuss Jeannie Mai. She was on the reel and she was talking about. Basically, dating Jeezy now and how different it is than her ex. Sometimes it takes for you to move on and uh, look back on things and be like, wow, I really wasn't treated the way I should have been when someone does treat you right. Listen to this. So I'm not blaming my ex for the things that he barely came through to do. I was just like, when you say, oh, good for you, you did that documentary or, or that's cool. Then I'm like, great, he supports me. Awesome. That to me is now my standard of support. I didn't know until, honestly, my new relationship that even something as basic as, oh my God, I'm not crying to feel bad for me. I'm just like, no, it was so okay, touchy. It's okay, it's okay. But like, even something as basic as like at his birthday party. She goes on to talk about what he did. He actually left his birthday party. Listen to this. He left to drive me to the airport, to Atlanta. And I was like, yo, I can Uber. Like I Uber my whole life. And he was looking at me like, are you crazy? Like I need to see you off. I'm gonna drive you to the so I'm just saying, you can blame or you can say or not blame, but just be mindful of your standards. Yeah, standards. And sometimes for me, Ooh. being alone in that time that I took to myself was my upgrade. 
All right. Wow. Drop That's on the clues, boss. It'd be the little things like that. Right. Jeezy modest snow woman. <laughs> you know, drop me off at the airport, leave what you got to do. I'm used to just having to take care of myself all the time. Uber this, handle that. Nice to have a man around that's actually going to help and upgrade you and take care of you. Go ahead, Jeezy. And Bob. cater to you. That's why guys got to, uh, we got to do the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, like that's, that's, that's showing that you care. Like, don't take no Uber. I'm going to take you to the airport. Right. Why would I and leave his own damn birthday party at that? That's dope. That's a sweet thing to do. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, where did Jeezy go? <laughs> All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I really hate to do this to Florida, man. But I, Another one? It's like every other day Another when one. I come in here and I, I run through things and I look at what's happening in the world, I just have to give these people in Florida the credit they deserve for being stupid. Okay. And this one is absolutely amazing. All right? So we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Duval, uh, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, October 10th, World Mental Health Day, goes to Timothy Kepke and Noah Osborne, okay? They both hail from the Sunshine State, the great state of Florida. Uh, and what does your Uncle Charla always say? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That's why I'm able to keep getting them like this, because they're crazy and they can't help it. I promise you, I don't come in here every day looking to give a hee-haw to residents of Florida, okay? I love Florida. I was just in Jacksonville Tuesday. Drop on the clues bombs for Edward Waters College, all right? Salute to Edward Waters College, all right? But we can't ignore the nut-ass news that comes out of Florida on a daily, okay? Someone needs to create a show called Nut-Ass News and just broadcast live from Florida all damn day. You know how they have that show, Live PD, that shows police all over the country yep. on duty? Do the same thing in Florida. Just broadcast live from various parts of Florida and report all the nut-ass news, okay? I guess I do that on Donkey of the Day damn near every other day, but what do you want me to do? This segment is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid, and Florida really has a lot of stupid-ass people, all right? Now, Timothy Kepke and Noah Osborne were arrested last week. When they were arrested, uh, what they were arrested for has to be a law that is only in Florida because I've never heard of this law, okay? If anybody in this room has, please raise your hand. They were arrested and charged with unlawfully taking an alligator. Have I heard of that? No, never heard of that one. Is that like stolen property? Is it someone okay. else's alligator? Uh, I have a couple questions. Uh, my first question is, is there a lawful way to take an alligator? My second question hmm. is, why is this a law? Now, I'm only going to assume because the Florida gators are so beloved in Florida that maybe people try to steal the alligators, especially during football season, uh, put gator T-shirts on them, you know, to serve as a symbol for the team that they love. I don't know. Uh, maybe people steal the alligators for the meat. I've eaten gator before. It's not bad at all. In fact, it tastes like chicken. Mm. But every meat that's mm. not chicken that's foreign tastes like chicken to me. Now, none of the reasons I just named are why they stole this alligator. Do you want to know why Timothy and Noah of Florida decided to steal this gator? 
Tell us. Let's, let's go to WPTV, NBC5 for the report, please. A Florida man story hitting just too close to home. Right now, these two Treasure Coast men are facing serious charges for pouring beer into an alligator's mouth and filming it. Florida Fish and Wildlife sent us the footage that appears to show Noah Osborne and Timothy Kepke in the act. As you take a look, officials tell us Osborne caught this gator, then enticed it to bite him. You see the man pouring beer into the mouth of that animal. They told officers they released the gator alive. Both Osborne and Kepke are now charged with unlawfully taking an alligator. Mm. <laughs> Timothy and Noah uh, stole the alligator simply because they wanted another drinking buddy. Now, I was watching the video of them with the gator, and Timothy was attempting to get the gator to bite his arm. <laughs> wow. When the gator actually bit his arm, it seemed like he rewarded the gator by pouring beer down the gator's throat. Uh, I'm going to play some of this video for you because there's something said in this video that sums up this whole situation, and it will make it make more sense for some of us. Let's hear it. That's a Florida man right there. Oh, he needed that. Now, just play it one more time. That's a Florida man right there. Play, play it, stop, oh, stop. That. play it one more time. That's a Florida man right there. That's it. That's a Florida man right there. All right, stop trying to make the irrational rational. Stop trying to make the illogical logical, okay? When you hear me give out these hee-haws to these people in the Sunshine State, just simply remember, that's a Florida man right there. All right? Please give Timothy Kepke and Noah Osborne the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Mm -mm. Oh, now you are the donkey. Of the day, you are the donkey. At least they let the alligator go after they gave it beer. Mm. You know what they said once they let him go? What? Later, Gator. <laughs> that was so corny. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I can't. I can't. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the Is day. alligator sea considered seafood? <laughs> Mm -mm. Or is it... They're not in the sea. Meat. They're not in the sea, are they? Alligators not in the sea. Alligators being like lakes and rivers. So what is it considered like as far as a meat? I'm just curious. I don't know. It's not red meat, <laughs> that right? sounds like such a stupid question. I'm sure, a good question. I'm sure there's question. an alligator in the sea somewhere. And then you say it. I would say a fresh, maybe a, would it be and a then fresh you water? Say it. it gotta be a freshwater saltwater alligator. It, it has to be. They, they got saltwater alligators. See, so they, but it tastes like chicken. Oh, you say, it. you say. Oh, I've never my. had it. My goodness. You got me wondering now. Hold on. <laughs> Well, they got saltwater crocodiles. Never eat crocodile. Is crocodile and alligator the same thing? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Kids, this is why you should go to what school. What kind of meat is alligator considered? Let's see. This is crazy. What kind of meat? I've had alligator before. Uh -huh. Pretty good. I don't know what it is. Is it red or white meat? I don't know. I Googled it. said the meat of an alligator is firm. <laughs> they said it, it is in the fish family. Hmm. Okay. Because if you're a pescatarian, can you eat alligator? I don't know. What's the, what's the craziest meat you've eaten, Charlamagne? <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Don't even craziest answer that. Don't I've even answer that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I'm from the country, though. So I've had, like, squirrel dumplings. Yeah, squirrel. I've had uh, deer. I've had bear shoulder. Like, I don't wow. know. I don't this know. This bear Do y'all catch the squirrel crazy. and eat it? I've eaten rattlesnake before. Only thing I've had that I was had weird bear is shoulder that in West Virginia, actually. Elephant ears. Oh, knock it off you. <laughs> what? Yeah, elephant ears for real? Yeah. She's 
talking about at the fair, you idiot. <laughs> not an actual elephant in. Uh, boy, y'all are some scholars in this oh, country. Oh, I'm some scholar over there having a good time. I didn't go to college, though. Y'all went to college. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <Okay>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I still want to know how your ace you was. You caught the you, squirrel? You was very serious. You was like, elephant in? We didn't get an elephant in. I'm still with squirrel. You never had squirrels? Squirrels actually No, good. I never had no damn squirrel. You like squirrel, don't It's like eating rat, because all squirrels are like rats with a tail. I don't know about all that. Rats have tails. But uh, squ- squirrel, squirrel is good. You, you like squirrel. Did if you, you catch if you, it? If you, if you cook squirrel, if, if you, somebody cooked you squirrel and you ate it, you wouldn't know what it was. Okay. All right. Well. You, I, you I, don't want the squirrel. No, nah, I don't want it. You just want the nuts. All right, let's move on. I'm going to Human Resources today. Mm-hmm. Something has to change in this room. Angela Yee. Yes, sir. <laughs> if you have a question, let me know. You can ask Yee. Ask Yee is next. 800-585-1051. You got a question for Yee. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Uh, yes, I'm James. Hey, what's up, bro? What's your question for Yee? So I'm in a situation where I have uh, children with two different women. I'm married to one, and I'm not married to the other. And well, clearly. This all happened. I'm sorry? I said, yeah, you can't be married to both of them, but go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, no, of course not. Um, but as the both children were uh, conceived outside of marriage, and then I ended up getting married to one of them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a situation where they don't like each other, mm-hmm. and they don't want one child for the other. So if I go pick up child one, and I want to spend time with them, I I have three kids all together, uh-huh. and if I go pick up one child and try to spend time with them all, I can't be around neither one of the women. Right. Okay. So all three kids can't be around each other. Only they can, but only when they're with me. And just so not around the moms. To- okay. Well, I I do think number one, this is not just the woman you're dating. This is your wife. So at yeah. some point, these women will have to get used to the fact that you have a wife who is the stepmother to their child, but that's a relationship they're going to have to work on repairing with each other, and that's a situation that you should be mediating. But I also feel like sometimes when those emotions are high, it's not the best time to do that. Like, what is the reason why they don't like each other? Is she disrespectful to her? Well, I played roles in it when I wasn't married, but I would kind of play both sides. Uh Uh-huh. And then I got to the point where they were all... Decent, like they were on good terms, and we were all around each other at at one point during Easter. And I'm not sure it all just kind of blew up because they Facebook watched each other, right? And, and that's never a good thing. If one posts anything, he automatically assumes about her. So then beef starts back up, and I'm caught in the middle of it. Like nobody said any names, you know, no sure what you're talking about. I just want to say a couple of things here. I like the fact that you take responsibility for the fact that it is your fault because you were playing both sides. And for some reason, the women get mad at each other, but they're not mad at you. Everybody's still okay with you. So I oh, think... No, they curse me out. They curse right. me out because if, if I get on... Okay, so let's say baby mama one, her wife, she'll post something and my wife feels it's about her. I'll go ask my baby mama. And ask her, is, this, is this what this is about? She says no. I go let my wife know, hey, I asked and she said... Well, you you can't, okay, all of that back and forth, you can't be in the middle of all that. 
You can't do that going back because obviously that's your wife and that's whose side you're always going to take. But they already are not on good terms. I just want to say own the fact that this is your fault, that this situation, you have these women who you were deceptive to. So repair those relationships that you have. And then I would say you might have to get an outside counselor to come in and work with y'all. And I think for the sake of the sake of the children, this is about them. It's not about I don't like you. You don't like me. And at the end of the day, it could be helpful like for them to get along, because imagine one of them wants to go on vacation and leave the child with you so you can take care of the kid for a week while she's going away. It's things like that that is going to end up being beneficial in the long run. But I think for you, you got to own it, repair your relationships and admit your wrongs and how you played a part in those things. And don't do the back and forth with them. Just You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You can't get in the middle of that. And that might mean you getting a mediator to have everybody sit down, talk to each other so you guys can get into the space where y'all can eventually get along. And I always feel like it does take time. Sometimes in the beginning, people don't like each other. But as time goes on, people are living their own lives. They're happy with that. It does end up happening at some point. But people have to make those steps and somebody's got to be the bigger person. Right. I I just want to let you know I listen to you guys' show every day. I have contemplated the last week and a half on calling uh-huh. not based on the fact of if i would actually get through but if i actually wanted to talk about it and get answers that i'm kind of feel like i was running from but i definitely understand uh what they're coming from and glad i called this one all right well we're glad you called too because there's a lot of people going through that so don't feel like it's just you oh of course and thank you and i appreciate it Mr. G. also shout out to Charlemagne. i have both your books man hey i love you guys all right thank you so much all right, well. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. My name is Diane. How are you? Hey, Diane. What's your question for you? Okay, so I'm nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. and my husband, he travels a lot, and we don't know if he's going to be here for the birth of the baby. Mm. So, like, he's really adamant about his father being there and being in the room with me and stuff. But me and his dad are, like, not that close. Like, I've known him for, like, seven years. Like, right. most say hi, hug, and, like, we go to separate living rooms. So I don't know if I'm comfortable with him looking at all my stuff. You know what I mean? Well, Diane, you have to do what makes you comfortable as you are the person who is going to be giving birth. So I would think that as an alternate, as maybe some type of middle ground, his dad can come in right after you deliver the baby. Yeah, that's true. And that's why I told him. He's just like, oh, my dad's going to do great. He's, I'm like, I don't really think that's a good idea. Okay. It at, might change the dynamic of our relationship. Yeah, at, at the time, you have to do what's comfortable for you because that's already going to be something that is... Uh, you're going to need to be as comfortable as possible. And if uh, having his dad in the room is not something that makes you feel good, don't do it. Okay. That's what I thought. But, <laughs> no, but no, just no, know I'm that sorry. the dad's not going to see your vagina and all that. He's not going that far down. He'll be, they have uh, rooms where he can just sit on the side. So when the baby comes out and after they put the baby on you, he can hold the baby. Right. But, after the baby's born, she after can the baby's come born, right in. Yeah, so he can still be in the room so he can hear the, the baby cry and he can share that experience with his son. But he doesn't necessarily, it's not like he's going to, you know, be on the bottom and see your vagina, see the baby come out and cut the umbilical cord. He could just be, it's like a, a, you know, up top where he can, you know, possibly, you know, help you out if you need. 
Oh, okay. Because I, I thought he was going to be looking at. Like, no, 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 no. no. He, he, you know, he's not going to do that. My, would, mo- my I, mother-in-law was in the room and she wasn't down there. She was up top and she was in the couch and then, you know, she was just there and can kind of feel the experience. But, you know, it's up to you again. If you're not comfortable with it, do what makes you comfortable as you are the person giving birth. Right, because it's only going to be me and him if that's the case, or it's just going to be me if my husband's out of town. So my mom's not here right now, so it's like, uh, what do I do? Yeah, no, do your thing, girl. But he can be, you know, in the waiting room. He can be in a different area. You can see if there's some place, maybe there's a curtain. He could be, I don't know. But just if you don't want him in that room and you're not comfortable, that he might take a peek and that doesn't make you feel good. I don't think he's going to take no damn peek. I mean, if that's how she feels and she's just not comfortable with it, I think it's more about her. That's the time when you really do have to say whatever makes the woman comfortable. Yeah, I definitely agree. Thank you. No problem. And congratulations. Thank you. Have a great day. You too now. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit ye. Now we got rumors on the way? Uh, Yes, we are going to talk about Rihanna and her Vogue cover story. She's talking about babies. We'll tell you what she had to say about having babies. Also, we got DJ Head coming up. He's going to be talking about rhythm and flow, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Angela Bassett. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Angela Bassett recently revealed that when she was younger, when she was a preteen, her mother's boyfriend actually entered her room in the middle of the night while she was asleep and started fondling her breasts. Now, she said, fortunately, it wasn't a complete assault. It was fondling, but it was devastating enough for a child who's 12 or 13. This was at the Rape Foundation's annual brunch this past weekend in Santa Monica. She said, thankfully, to have a mother who could tell as soon as light broke that this happened and for her to expel him meant a lot, that she heard me, believed me, and did something about it. I think that was so empowering for me as a young teen, as a young woman. You know, I hear about this so much, and this gives me... So much anxiety with my kids. I'm, that's why my kids don't go to nobody's house, sleep over nobody's house but grandparents Word. and mine. That's why I'm so careful about who's in my crib and who's at my house. Like, it's, yeah. I'm scared. Yeah, and I mean, if you actually have been touched on, like I have, you know what I'm saying? I used to get touched on when I was eight by my cousin's ex wife, then you def- your anxiety will definitely be even more through the roof. All right, now let's talk mm. about Errol Spence Jr. This happened in Dallas near downtown at, on Riverfront Boulevard. Apparently, there was a rollover crash. And they said it was a pretty bad accident. The person who was in the car was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected. They said that Ferrari went over the center median and flipped multiple times. And that person, they are saying, is Errol Spence Jr. He was taken to the hospital in serious condition and is expected to survive. And that is according to sources close to Errol Spence, uh, confirming that it was him who was involved in that crash. Well, prayers up for Errol Spence Jr. Mm -hmm. I hope he makes a full recovery, man. He's one of the best young boxers out there. He's undefeated, coming off a great fight, uh, probably a fight of the year candidate with Sean Porter. And there's so many other big fights we would love to see him in, man. So I pray that he's not severely hurt. Absolutely. And and I I pray that, you know, it doesn't affect his boxing career in any way, shape or form. That's right. And he he was driving a a convertible Ferrari with no seatbelt on. All right, now let's talk about these allegations against Matt Lauer, a former NBC News colleague. Brooke Nevels actually uh, has allegations against him. It's from Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators book that is coming out on the 15th. Now, according to this book, uh, and according to Brooke Nevels, she is saying that Matt Lauer actually uh, raped her. 
And Matt Lauer has responded to these allegations. Now, what he is saying, he said, we performed oral sex on each other. We had vaginal sex and we had anal sex. Each act was mutual and completely consensual. According to Brooke Neville, she's saying that he anally raped her in his hotel room at the 2014 Olympics. And uh, Matt Lauer has said that he did have an affair, but it was all consensual. And he said that she admitted to NBC at the time she filed her complaint that she called me late at night while I was home with my family in an effort to rekindle the affair. But I attempted to go back to my life and pretend as if nothing had happened. I understand how that must have made her fail. However, being upset or having second thoughts does not give anyone the right to make false accusation years later about an affair in which they fully and willingly participated. Now, what do today anchors Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kopi have to say? Well, they have Brooke Neville's back. Here is uh, here is Savannah Guthrie speaking on Matt Lauer. You know, this is shocking mm-hmm. and appalling. And um, I want to say that we, um, I know it wasn't easy for our colleague Brooke to come mm-hmm. forward then. It's not easy now. Mm-hmm. And we support her and any women who have come forward with claims. And, uh, you know, I think I speak for all of us. We're disturbed yeah. to our core. Yeah. Now, here's what Hoda Kopi had to say about Matt Lauer as well. You feel like you've known someone for 12 years and then all of a sudden, like, a door opens up and it's a part of them you didn't know. And we don't know all the facts and all of this, but there are not allegations of an affair. There are allegations of a crime. And um, I think that's shocking to all of us here who've sat with Matt for many, many years. So um, I think we're going to just sort of continue to process this part of of this horrific story and as you said you know our thoughts are or with Brooke it's not easy what she did to come forward and according to Brooke Neville she's saying that she and Matt had several drinks together one night and on two separate occasions she went up to his hotel room during that second visit that's when Brooke Neville says that Matt Lauer pounced on her put her on the bed and penetrated her and she repeatedly said no this, during the alleged rape this is an interesting case because in that same book uh, the woman, Brooke, said she had several more consensual sexual encounters with Matt Lauer after the alleged rape, some of which she initiated. And, and in the book, she said it was completely transactional. It was not a relationship. So I don't understand how, the, how those part of the claims aren't being discussed with everything else. Right. Well, listen, these are her allegations. He's responding to those. Are part, those. those are part of the allegations. She said she had sex with the guy several more times. So Consensual after, sex after the alleged after rape. After the alleged rape, they had the book sex well. after that. But, you know, if That's you do say no, regardless of what happens after that, if she was indeed, as she said, saying no, 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 you still can't No do doubt. That. But right. she also said she had several more consensual sexual encounters with Matt Lauer. After the alleged rape? After the alleged rape, some of which she initiated. That's in the book as well. I just want to know why that part of the story isn't being discussed as well, because that's worth a conversation. Right, well, I guess these are the rape allegations that he's addressing, so... He, ad- he addressed You know, there's too. people who get raped by their own husbands and still stay in a relationship after that. But I'm just because saying, regardless if, you've read, of the fact, if, you, if, if you've actually if read the whole story... someone jumps on you and says no, it doesn't matter if you've had sex before, if you had sex with them after... So let me ask you a question. If you feel like you said no, if you did say no, that's a no. So let me ask you a question. That is very true. But if a person alleges rape and then they have consensual sex with a person several more times after the fact, and she says some of which I initiated, you don't, you don't, you shouldn't even have a discussion about that. I mean, this is a discussion. He responded to the allegations. No, you didn't mention it at all. We read what he <laughs> said in response. We read his uh, much you of his letter, and we read what her allegations were about the time that she told Sheesh. him no. If mm. you said no once, but you did it a hundred times, that one time that you said no is still rape. Yeah, I just want to okay. know. I just, I would like. I mean, I think it's worth a discussion all right. to see why. She kept going back after the fact. Revolt, the first time. Revolt has to go. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, yeah, you're heading to Houston, right? Uh, yes, I got to go to Prairie State University to be talking on a panel today. So I am heading to Houston as soon as I leave here. So shout out to everybody out in Houston. Yeah, I'll be in Houston Well, actually, week. not in Houston. Prairie State University, I fly into Houston. Oh, you fly into Houston. You got to drive mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be in Houston this week for a, a real estate seminar uh, out in, in Houston. So shout out to everybody in Texas. And then, you know, I do my HBCU tour, so I'm excited to go to Central State University. And also Howard. I'll be at Howard University. So shout to all the HBCUs. I know we joke all the time about Howard versus Hampton, but I just love to see how HBCUs doing well. So I will be there Friday. All right, now Charlamagne, you off to somewhere today? Uh, no, I'm actually shooting a movie today. But okay. tomorrow I'll be at the A3C Festival in Atlanta. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Jim Jones for joining us this morning, and shout out to his uh, saucy marijuana line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you got I had pop- some saucy yesterday at lip service. Oh, you got people saucy with that line? Huh? I said you smoked yesterday? Yeah, and let me tell you something. Every time I bring my saucy up there, the lip service girls go crazy, and it's uh, they took everything, basically. Damn it, man. I know. But shout out to Lip Service. We are starting our tour in a couple of weeks on October 20th. It kicks off in Philly. So you can look on my social media pages. I have the link to where you could buy tickets on there. All right. You got a positive note, Charlemagne? Yes, sir. This comes from the homie Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson said, I'm better, I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday, but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?